Hey friends, welcome back to Points for Jesus. This is crazy, but we're now on episode three, which is so exciting. And on top of it, I couldn't be more excited to talk to one of my favorite people in this world who I admire so much, my one and only Auntie Jennifer. All you. (laughs) So I appreciate it. You're welcome. How are you feeling about my invitation to be on the episode with me <laughs> super excited as you should be just kidding just kidding i love you and i'm so grateful for you i want you to know that you truly like auntie you have taught me so much in life and like i think about back throughout my life and honestly i can just recall every single time you've been there for me and i i tell all my friends like about you like everyone knows who you are and I just like I I think I hopefully I, I share this with you enough, but I really do look up to you, and I always have, and I just admire like just where you've come and like who you are now. It's something I just I look at and reflect on, and then it kind of makes me just like have that confidence in myself that like like I can do hard things too, like I can do great things because well like Auntie Jennifer has. <laughs> Well, thank you, Holly. I greatly appreciate that. I am grateful for the example that I've been able to be. Um, worked hard, worked very hard, and and I continue to strive and continue to make mistakes and repent and learn and grow. I love that, and I like. I just love how like you're just like you always have the right answers. You're just like, well, that's just kind of how it is, and I'm like, yeah, that's right. You just like say things that are so simple. I feel like I've come to you with like like brain throw up like just such scattered thoughts and then you're like so it's actually kind of just this and I'm like oh well like that's a great point and I'm it's just I'm so grateful for that sometimes I do truly feel that like the answers just come and I'll look back and go where did that come from like I did not even have that in my head but like or what I did have in my head is not what came out but I am truly grateful um, for the guidance that I've received throughout my life to be able to help you and family and friends and anyone, you know, that I've been able to talk with and be and have in my life to be able to share whatever the Lord wants me to be able to share. Yeah. And I think you, you definitely show an example of that, especially to your kids. Like, I love my cousins, given I only have like three of them. So I love them a lot because I spend a lot of time with them and have my whole life. But I really have seen, like, the example you set, especially for them, and, like, how hard you work to, like, let there be, like, that Christ-like foundation inside your home. And, like, make, and I've always recognized it. Like, you walk into your home, like, bam, spirit. Like, it's just so filled with love in there. And I think it just, like, it's just your personality. Like, you are just, like, such a lovable person. I don't know how anyone, like, couldn't love you because you're so lovable. Like, you just, like... You're just someone, like, you remind me, like, what we were talking about last week. Someone I would consider approachable, like, 100%. You're just someone who, like, I don't know, like, I would come to. Like, I know I do, but I feel like so many people come to you because you give the best advice and you just are so trustworthy. You're just someone, like, I can come to who's approachable. And I'm like, yeah, this is the person. Like, I feel so much better after leaving. Well, thank you so much. I hope I'm approachable. There's some days where I'm like, did I seem a little scary? 
I really hope that. That's not what I was trying to come off to be. Like, I really want people to feel safe in my home and that they are loved and that they have true meaning and purpose. And my kids know that I will apologize when I make a mistake or do something wrong. And I've really strived hard for that to be able to set that example of, okay, mom screwed up today, but I'm gonna try again tomorrow. Like, you know, today was a little rough day with my kids, but we had our first official like family council. And I was, I prayed beforehand and said a little prayer or like said a prayer with the family and had our council. And I was like frustrated through the whole thing. And I was like, this is, why is this not working? But I feel that it's just one step closer in the right direction. Like even though I was frustrated and overwhelmed and didn't feel successful at the same time when I look back and reflect just a few hours ago, like it was successful. I think it was good conversation, but it's just trusting in the Lord that like, okay, we're trying, like we're not giving up, even though it was frustrating for you, like you're not giving up just one more step closer, one, one more day, one more try. I love that. I just love how like, just like one more, you're like, just one more. And like, it wasn't just like this, okay, we're done. Like you never gave up. It was just like, okay, one more time. Like we can do this. Like it's okay. And just, and like knowing it's okay. Not just being like, okay, one more time, I guess. Like this, like I love your positive attitude of just like one more time. But before I get too carried away, I do want to start with my favorite question. Um, and kind of just like build off of it. And I think you just started it off perfect, but asking you, you know, what do you feel like has helped you or maybe experiences what it may be to understand the simple approach of like being Christ-like? Like, how would you answer that? I think honestly, it's really just built from youth, like being a child, like, each step, like just allowing, you know, like seeing those tender mercies that I have seen throughout my life, the small blessings, the um, just being able to really look around me and see what has happened in my life and how can I deny that was my heavenly father watching out for me and blessing me and constantly putting someone or something in my path to help me along my journey and I can't for me personally can't deny that spirit that I have felt and that I know and that I know to be true that Heavenly Father loves each and every one of his children no matter what that he has such a forgiving heart and and love for each and every one of us on this earth and even with everything that I've been through, like I have told my kids over and over again, I would not change anything that I've been through. And some people know my story and some people don't. And that's okay, because it's not necessarily about that. It's just about enduring to the end and not giving up and trusting in your savior, Jesus Christ, because he paid that ultimate price. And so I know personally that I want to be able to be like him. Like, I don't believe in perfection, except for in my Savior, Jesus Christ. I know that is not my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is to be like him by doing those small and simple things, by trying to um, emulate his love that he wants us all to have for everybody. 
Yeah, I love the word emulate. I love everything you shared. And thank you so much for that. Like, that was so beautifully said. I don't know how (laughs) else I could even add to that. Other than, like, you said the word emulate, and it just, like, caught my attention. I love that word. And I love, like, being able to have that desire, like, that goal to emulate him. Because, like, to emulate him is, like, we that means we are doing the simple things. Like, exactly like him. I don't know if you've watched The Chosen at all, but it's been on my mind a lot. I, I've started watching it with um, Alexa, who was on just last week. And I just, like, can't help but think about, like, putting myself, like, literally next to the Savior. Like, what would that be like? Like, how, how would I really act? And... It kind of, I look like it kind of brings me back to how you started. Like what you said in the very beginning was like it starts in our youth. You know, it's something that's like just within us. It's just who we are, and I know like we are all born with the light of Christ. Like we all have intentions for good. Like that's just who we are. We don't just come out being like bad. Like because we come from God, and like our experiences like truly do shape who we are as a person but ultimately like it is it is a it is a choice we make and i love how you kind of like guided that of like even though you've had hard things happen to you and like i know i know your story and you know it's being able to like recognize like who really was there the whole time jesus christ you know he understood exactly what it was happening who, like what you were feeling like he he was you he got it and the way you've been able to still just focus on maybe not the overwhelming burden of it all but simply again just like the simple things you have been doing like what has been consistent for you this whole time and the reason why you are where you are today and how because it's been so simple you've then been able to emulate christ no matter what through it all and i just find that so unique of just like the mindset we can hold and how it can change like who we are by striving to emulate him simply absolutely i know for me as a youth when um I saw something in like the young woman that I went to church with that I'm still good friends with today. They're my, some of my dearest friends. And I just, I saw that light of Christ in their eyes and in their life. And they emulated that to me. And I was like, I want that. Like, I want that. I want to feel that love of my savior. And the the way I needed to do it was to make small and simple changes. I can't, it's not possible to change overnight. That is not something that our Savior asks of us. It is just, you know, praying and turning to him and just making small changes to be kinder, to be more loving, to be more helpful, to serve those around us, to serve our community. Like, you don't have to, like, I remember... I don't remember where I heard it, but it was like, someone's like, oh, set your alarm a half an hour earlier to do this or set your alarm. And I was like, next thing you know, I'm getting up at 430 in the morning. Like, that's not feasible, right? No. Like, we can't keep setting our alarms early and earlier to do more things. But it's learning to recognize what our Savior really wants from us. And I don't remember where I heard it, but I remember just hearing from somebody that they just said to get on their knees and say, Heavenly Father, what do you want me to do today? What 
what is something, you know, whether it's somebody's life that you need me to touch or, you know, make a plate of cookies, make an extra, you know, serving at dinner or that maybe somebody might need, or maybe just be there for my kids or be there for my husband or those small things. And I think sometimes people get so wrapped up in doing these big elaborate ideas or things that they feel that they have to do that they forget that it's just small and simple, small and simple, just live with a steadfast faith in Jesus Christ. Like, and that we hear all the time in, in conference. Um, that was from Sister Joy D. Jones uh, at the time was the primary general president. And she said, live with steadfastness, with live with steadfast faith in Jesus Christ. We have a divine errand from the Lord. Like we are here for a reason. We have each and every one of us have a purpose. It's all about what we do with it and how we treat others around us. Yeah, I I love that so I love that so much and it it just reminds me of like you know just kind of remembering like when each day when we're asking God you know in our prayers like at least for myself like okay like what do you need me to do I think sometimes I find myself in the pattern of kind of changing that wording I kind of lose my focus of what I what I'm hoping for I get caught up and I've realized that sometimes when I'm in my prayers I I'm asking like advice from God like what he needs me to do but I'm almost like giving it to him instead of listening for it I find that I'm like okay this is what I think I should do and I'm doing it instead of being like heavenly father like this is what I'm doing is this what you need me to do you know, I've made up Absolutely. my, I'm, I think I'm like mixing it up a little too much and I'm complicating it for myself. I'm making it harder for myself because then <laughs> I feel like I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. And I get so overwhelmed and frustrated because I want to, we want to be that disciple of Christ. I want to be, you know, that kind person. Like I know I can be, but I'm like, why is it just not working? And I think it's like, I'm like complicating it for myself. I mean, I'm not perfect, but like. It really is as simple as you as you made it to be. Like it is the simple things, and even understanding though the character of Christ. Like, yes, He did great, amazing things. I mean, He gave His life for us. But let's break it down. Like, what were the simple things that He did? I mean, He helped His disciples recognize as well. Like, look, look with your eyes open. Look for God in everything you do. Look for the glory to to praise Him, and. I think we get caught up in, like, exactly you said, like, it has to be this great big thing, you know, maybe it's like, oh, I need to, like, wake up at 4.30 every day and do, like, scripture study for, like, an hour. It's like, if that's what you need to do, like, do it, like, absolutely, but also let's be realistic. I mean, if you are sacrificing, you know, the sleep and you're not getting that full, like, study where you're fully immersed it's like how much are you really getting out of it like how simple did you really make that it's and i feel like we just kind of like almost cheat ourselves of of our like potential because we feel like we're trying to impress someone when maybe they're not even watching it's like you're doing this for god like you don't need to impress the world of like look what i'm doing it's it's for god he already knows and he knows what you're putting into it and it really is that simple Absolutely. And we're, but you'll get burnout like so quickly with doing something like that. Like it's, 
it's okay. Like right now, my scripture study is um, listening to your podcast and like the Follow Him podcast. Um, I've been listening to them since they started, and that's been my scripture study in the car, taking kids to school and to activities, and and that really helps me at the time because um, that's what I need. That's what I need right now. Like I've always been very honest with my kids. Like I am a terrible reader. I literally fall asleep when I read, and so listening to the scriptures or listening to a podcast to help me enhance my scriptures is really beneficial. And I think it's also important to remember. We all go through seasons in our life. Like people are going to come and go and life is gonna happen, but our savior is always gonna be there and we're gonna have these ups and downs, but we're always going to have him and he will be, he will never change. He will always be our constant. As the seasons change and our life changes, he will be that constant in our life. And um, I am grateful for that. Like, I am grateful that as I say these things, like it is a reminder to me of what I really need to do. Like I strive to do better and I fall short every day and I'm okay because I know I have another day, thankfully, but I am grateful for the atonement to ask for forgiveness, to be like, okay, I'm gonna try again tomorrow. Like I got this, like, yeah, our scripture study maybe lasted 30 seconds or we only did family prayer or you know what, tonight was really good and I'm really grateful for that. That we have to remember that we can't be so hard on ourselves. Like we need to just remember to turn to the Lord and he will be so grateful for that because we turn to him and that's really what he wants he wants to hear from us and i forget that sometimes there's a lot of times like i forget that and i'm like okay take a pause take a breath why am i here and one of the things that we talked about tonight in the family council was to always strive to be like our savior to be like him like i said earlier to emulate him that my main goal is to be kind to be loving and as we talked about that i mentioned about the small and simple things i love the sisters that i minister to but i am not the greatest at being able to go to their house and sit and visit with them but i i always love it when i do it but i am so grateful that every sunday i walk into church and i give my sisters a big hug and ask them how their week is because that's just what I've been able to make work for me. And I'm so appreciative of them that their love is reciprocated and they are so grateful to see me. And I am grateful for that friendship that I have made with them because of just being able to go and say hello and just letting them know that I care. I, like I said, I struggle as the everyday life. Like, oh, I even told a sister once, I was like, I'm going to come visit you. And then I forgot. And then life happened. And then I was like, sorry. And I was like, I'm so sorry. But she is always so understanding and she knows that I care. And I think sometimes that's the most important part is making sure that the people know that you care and that you love them and that life happens. And I think sometimes we're so hard on ourselves that we forget that life happens. Yeah. I think we definitely get caught up in I like it kind of just reminds me of what you were saying earlier like you know I think in life we we do get caught up in like this idea of perfectionism and you had mentioned like in the very beginning you said like I'm not worried about being like perfect because like you know you're not you're like the only person like I'm thinking about perfection with is, is Jesus Christ because he is perfect and 
I remember sharing this while living um, on the East Coast with a friend, like just sharing this idea of like, let's not focus on being perfect because then we're going to nitpick every little thing. And, you know, I feel like there's always like that big joke of like, oh, I have like OCD or know about this like I'm a little perfectionist and I think it's just it's joked about so much like that really it's like actually it's kind of serious like you're not joking like we're striving for something that's not realistic like if God wanted us to be perfect right now then he would have given a different plan but that's not his plan right that wasn't the plan for us to be perfect right now right now we're striving for perfection through Jesus Christ right because the only way like we're going to do this is through this trial, through this air, we're learning. Yes, Jesus Christ came to this earth and he was perfect. But right, he was the only begotten son. Like He was something different and he still understood. He understood these things. And we're learning from his example so we can too. I mean, we're fallen. It, it makes sense. And it's okay. Like It's okay that we're learning through a simple manner how to become perfect. Because it's not meant to be complicated. I mean, God isn't a God who's complicated. It's simple. And that's why we can come to him. Yes, exactly. And it's like kind of just, I think, like almost rewiring like how we're thinking. You know, what are we really looking for? What are we striving for? I mean, honestly, like what I would say is like, what promises are you making to yourself? I think like, you know, we are like promising ourselves like, oh, I promise I'm like going to do this. And then you don't. And you're so discouraged. You're like, why can't I just, it's, why can't I do that? Like, like exactly what you said with, you know, this, your sister that said you were going to visit. You're like, I'm going to do that. You made that promise. And then like, you did it. And then you're like, wow, I'm like the worst person ever. But it's like, okay, let's, let's take a step back here. Like you realized as well, like being like, okay, things do happen and that's okay because I am not perfect. But the best part is like, we get to try again, right? It's okay. We get to try again. You know, and so now it's like changing that promise instead of being like, I, you know, only giving yourself one chance and then failure instead of being like, I am going to strive for, for this, you know, like, and I love how you're like, I every week, like strive to like see them and like ask them, how are they? Like that is something because you're already there at church. Like you're going to see them. Like what a great promise to yourself because it's something you can fulfill. And even if you're not there, like it's so easy to to reach out in some sort of way maybe not like a full yeah. visit you know we have this technology and i think it's just like being able to like promise herself what the savior has already promised us right that's what we should be striving for and through those simple habits i agree completely like i think sometimes we have to we have to take the word perfection perfect any of that out of our vocabulary and really focus on kindness and love and gratitude and i think one of my most favorite probably used quotes over the last few years was the lord love the lord loves effort because effort brings rewards when you put in effort by from president nelson and he said i wrote we are always progressing as long as we are following the lord and effort brings eternal reward and I think that's so important to remember. It's our effort. And like the Lord knows if we're able to put some in and he knows what we can give. He knows where we're at. He knows each of us individually. And I think one of the things that keeps crossing my mind is 
I don't, I read it somewhere where it was talking about how we go home and we sit there and we say, oh, I bet you so-and-so is, it was talking about how we as individuals can be the most like self, like self-absorbed in the sense of like, we think all these people are talking bad about us when really they're all, we're all wondering what other people are saying about us and really yeah. we need to take that out of us. Like we've got to stop judging ourselves and putting ourselves down and give us credit where credit is due and say, you know what? I did really well at this today. I did really well at putting my two feet on the ground and getting out of bed and getting myself ready. You know what? I did great today. Or, you know, today I got on my knees and I prayed to my heavenly father and he knows my heart doesn't matter. We're all going to be at different levels. We're all going to strive at different times to do different things. But I think the biggest point is to put forth the effort to know our Savior loves us and to just keep trying. Don't give up so easily just because you had a bad day or something wrong happened. That's why we have the atonement is so that we can continue to progress and hold on to the iron rod and follow the straight and narrow path that is not straight at all. Yeah. I, I just love, I love, I love that quote, you know, the Lord loves effort and the way you describe, like, this is what this effort looks like. And at least like, it's going to be different for everyone truly. And I know that I'm sure like my effort is going to look different than yours and on different days, but ultimately it's not proving to everyone else you know how good we are how good we look because that's us becoming obsessed with the world and really it's wait what has god asked of you he knows exactly what you're capable of and he's there to help us be capable of it he knows that he already knows and he's told us we just need to be willing to act right be able to do because he will recognize the effort he already made the perfect plan right the price has been paid in full jesus christ he didn't he didn't go through the entire atonement and paid this price just for us to say well thanks like what was that for you know (laughs) like it wasn't enough when he did in full like it's already done it's use it right like it's okay that you can put in all the effort that you can at this time it is okay. And I think we truly just get too too much in our heads about that. And I, I know I can be so much better about that too. But it's just like the constant reminder is how we can just look back and see like, okay, today, simply, I'm going to do this. And that is okay. And really feeling that comfort and that love of God that is in our lives and how we can strive for that when we choose to see it when we choose to be a part of it and it really does it changes your life it changes everything you do when you let that love that pure real love into your life and let that effort that you put in kind of like mix with it you know that your motivation it's your why of what of what you're striving for each day, you know, trying to keep those promises that you've made to yourself and to God. Yeah. And when you are struggling, look at the tender mercies, look at your blessings. The counter blessings is name them one by one is a real thing. Because sometimes we forget. We do too often. And I think 
I'm kind of feeling this like this challenge again like I just like I'm like oh okay like now I have an idea and I'm feeling like Andy like we need to set a little challenge for ourselves and of course everyone who's listening that it's time to recognize our many blessings right and our tender mercies like let's see the promises that we've made to ourselves literally are coming to pass because God is so aware of us and he's aware of the effort that we're putting in and so the tender mercies are all around us and I think it's time to recognize them and put forth the effort to see what he has done for us I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, I can tell you right now that the Lord is softening my heart and you calling me and asking me to be on this podcast is really what, you know, I feel the Lord reaching and making me, you know, being able to feel that love and that spirit that I needed to soften my heart today. So thank you for listening to the spirit and being guided to what he has asked. Thanks, Auntie. That means so much to me, and you mean so much to me. And I know you've told me this so many times, but I know that I know that God loves you, and I know that your Savior loves you. And it's so clear to me that love that you let truly emulate in your life, and it radiates off of you and is shown to others. And I feel it, and I see it, and I really have felt the Spirit come tonight in this conversation, and I re- I feel enlightened myself. And I'm just so grateful that I have you as an example and of truly how to be so kind and Christ-like in the most simple way, making my doubt so this unreal in my mind because I know that I don't need to worry. And I thank you, Auntie, just for taking the time to, to be here and just have this conversation. And I'm excited for our little challenge this week that... We're going to work on, recognize the tender mercies, and it's going to be so good. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited. I am. I am too. So thank you so much. I am grateful to be able to, not even just your tender mercies, but your points for Jesus of what you can do good for those around you, whether it's give a smile to a stranger or a hug to a loved one, or just to do something kind for yourself, whatever you know, that you feel inspired and and feel that you should do to somebody. It doesn't matter if you are just Christian or a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We can all spread goodness and love and kindness throughout this world um, and count and see those tender mercies of the kind of loveness that you share that you can bring to others. And the more good we share, the better this world will become. Amen. I... I have nothing more to say. Amen. Absolutely. (laughs) Amen. Thank you, Holly. I really do appreciate you. And I am grateful for my testimony and my Savior, Jesus Christ, and his love for me. And that he has brought you into my life and all my nieces and nephews and my family. Um, I am very blessed. And I feel fortunate that um, when life gets hard or difficult, those tender mercies are what will get you through when you recognize the Savior. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. This has just been so enlightening. And I have, I just feel so much love in my heart right now. And I'm so grateful that we're going to be able to share this with everyone who's listening. And, and I hope that, you know, you can, everyone can feel this as well. Just the love that they have for them individually and truly 
you know exactly why points for jesus where it came from was you know how can we how can we be more like him you know those those points right we're receiving in glory of him and his love and i just thank you again nancy i love you so much and i'm so grateful for you and and all the support you've given me so thanks again you're the best always always love you i love you well we're signing off this has been so much fun and we're just still learning so much and it's so exciting trying to do a podcast and anyways i'm grateful for all of you for listening because without you this would be nothing so hope you had a great listen and i can't wait to hear about those tender mercies this next week but love you all